The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk. Thanks to SpiritMotorGroup.ie. With secure online payments, buying your next used car has never been easier. With Spirit Motor Group. Well, now we're joined by Pete Wedderburn, Pete the Vet, who's going to answer some of your pet questions. Pete, good morning. Good morning to you, Pat. Now, let's talk about pets uh, coming out of lockdown, um, because some will have not been going out for their regular walks and uh, others might have been enjoying the company of their owner. And now the owner's gone back to work. Yes, it's, it's a funny thing. But basically, when the lockdown happened, it was a huge social change for pets. Suddenly, their owners were there all the time and they just weren't used to that. And for some some animals, that would have been great, especially dogs. They love human company. And for other animals like cats, it would have been maybe not so great because they like having time on their own. But whatever, it was a big change. And now the reverse change is going to happen. And the pets have grow, pets that have grown used to humans being around all the time are now going to have to get used to them being left alone more. And so it's a bit of, it's a bit of an issue for them. Now, uh, puppies, if you've got a puppy, say at the beginning of lockdown when they were 12 weeks old or whatever, and there has been no walking, no going to the public park, no sniffing, uh, what impact might that have on a pup? Well, for, for older pets, it's not such a big deal, the change, and they get used to it, and you just make, make gradual changes back again, leaving them on their own a bit, so they get used to having more time on their own and gradually go back to normal. For puppies, it's very different, because, you see, puppies have got what's called a critical socialization period between about three and 17 weeks of age, and during that time, their young, growing brain is totally geared to be receptive and curious about new experiences like other dogs and other people. And if dogs have missed out on that period of socialization because they've been cooped up with humans, with their close family, it means that they're likely to be quite fearful and anxious when they do go out and about and start to meet people because their brain is past that malleable stage and they're at the more rigid, fearful stage of brain development. So for any dog that's six months and under, that's going to start to go out and about now, it's a bit tricky and owners are going to have to work hard to get them used to other dogs, doing things like rewarding them for walking calmly on the leash beside their owners, introducing them to dogs in a distance at first and continuing to reward the puppies as they stay calm and relaxed. And if they've got people have got friends with really gentle, sociable dogs, I think it'd be really, really helpful for these older puppies to spend time with those dogs to make friends with them. Now, if you decide you have to go out and you want to wear a mask while you're going to the shops or whatever and you're bringing your dog with you, does the dog um, have an issue with the mask? Does, do you look different or is smell the dominant thing for a dog? Well, it's really hard for us to know how 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 dogs perceive the world. But, I mean, yes, you're right. Smell's really important. But as well as that, we actually use our facial expressions to interact with our dogs. One of the basic things that dog trainers will teach people is to get their dogs to look at them when they make a command. And dogs are very good at reading our faces. And now what we're doing is a blocking off a half to two thirds of our face with this mask over our mouth and our nose. And so, yes, it can be very strange for dogs. And what owners should do very simply is get them used to masks in a systematic way. And you do this really, there's, there's three or four stages where you're, you're literally going to show your dog a mask and let it sniff it and then give the dog a treat. And then you're going to put the mask over your face briefly Give the dog a treat and then take the mask off again. And then once your dog's really happy with that, then what you do is you actually put the mask on, put right over your face and then give your dog a treat and then take the mask off again. And until eventually your dog will get used to you wearing a mask. And if they're used to you wearing a mask, 
they'll be much more relaxed then when they see somebody like the vet or a dog groomer, somebody who's approaching them closely wearing a mask. So it's a good idea to do that. Now, Paul in Whitehall says, would you ask Pete, has he any idea when the pet rescue centres might reopen? I'd love to offer a home to a mature dog. I miss the companionship of a dog during lockdown. My last rescue was a Tibetan spaniel who saved me when I collapsed in 2010. Lucy was 15 when she had a stroke in May of last year. So Paul would like to replace Lucy with some some other deserving creature. So when will they reopen? Do you know? Well, that varies from place to place, but um, a lot of them are already open uh, and working quietly and effectively. My first line these days is to say to people to go to petbond.ie, petbond.ie. And Petbond works with a number of rescues, as well as some private breeders, um, but basically making sure that the source of puppies that they're using, be it a rescue or a breeder, is ethical and has been checked out and to make sure they're doing everything properly. So you can then be sure that you're getting a pet from a from a safe uh, source that's that's not going to cause problems later on, that you're not supporting the wrong type of situation. Now, so pet this bonds, one, uh, go there. This one from a texter, I'm a dog walker, fitdog.ie. I dread to think what will happen to all of these new puppies that people have got maybe during lockdown. There'll be a lot of change for them. Can pet owners please think about arranging a walker or doggy daycare to keep pets in a routine, engaged and socialised? Because if they've been with all the family during lockdown and then all the family go off about their business, well, destruction could follow, (laughs) I suspect. Yeah, it's it's a big potential problem. I'm already hearing on on on, on social media about people um, about dogs barking incessantly and uh, upsetting neighbours because dogs have got used to people being around and now there aren't people. So yes, using doggy daycare, using um, professional dog walkers, these are great ways of making sure that dogs burn up mental and physical energy. It's a good idea. Now, let's talk about cats and uh, COVID-19. There was a story going around early in the pandemic that, you know, a cat caught COVID-19 and could pass it on. Is that so? Well, yes and no. I mean, this has to be seen in context. In theory, you see, and in laboratory situations, cats can become infected with new coronavirus. So some people have been anxious about that. But the truth is that that doesn't really reflect the, the real world at all. And there's been over 7 million human infections of, of, of COVID-19, whereas there's less than a dozen cases of cats. So you have to see it in that context. It's most likely what's called a reverse zoonosis. In other words, cats in very close contact with humans who have infections may be at some minor risk of picking something up. But but it doesn't go the other way. There's been no cases of humans picking up COVID-19 from cats. And it's important to remember that. Mm. Now, I presume there is the odd possibility that somebody with COVID-19 uh, coughs on your cat. Uh, your cat then departs that household, comes back to you and you snuggle up to the cat and then you scratch your nose. I mean, <laughs> could happen. Uh, yes, it, it, absolutely. In theory. So in theory, people... In the vulnerable group, you know, the usual over 70s, immunosuppressed and so on, they should consider keeping their pets indoors for this period to avoid that theoretical risk. But I think the truth is that most cats, when they're out and about, they like to stay on their own. They they certainly don't like going within two metres of other people or animals. So any risk that we're talking about is really theoretical and minimal rather than something that people should be getting themselves upset about.